0: hello and welcome to the not your average joe podcast my name is joe and a happy new year to you yes this is the very first episode of 2022 and yes i know i have not been as consistent as i should have but you know what i'm gonna be i'm gonna be and that's what pretty much this Episode is about. It's about New Year's resolutions. It's about how you make these New Year's resolutions and even why you make them. Okay? Because the New Year, well, many people feel that like the New Year is just that best time for you to create new habits. It's a start and it kind of is this whole narrative that we paint in our heads that a New Year a fresh start. It's like a new chapter in my life. I'm going to do things correctly. I mean, there are just so many possibilities. But let's be honest here. When it comes to making New Year's resolutions or any kind of resolution that you make throughout the year, life does kind of get in the way. It doesn't matter if it's a family obligation, your busy schedule, your priorities that conflict. Yeah, sticking to those particular habits or actions you want to keep up can be challenging at times and you soon get to realize that your willpower like that good intention that you have is just not cutting it i mean it's like willpower is not central to us changing our habits or to begin new habits and so it makes you wonder okay so when it comes to these people who are so good to sticking to their guns when it comes to making their minds about certain things how do they do it what makes certain people very successful at creating some of these good habits well luckily over the like last week because you know it's this it has been the vibe i was sent this article by one of my apps it's actually my bible app and they were trying to give hacks on how to read your bible more and i was like hey that's something i actually want to do so i read through this article and it had some really good points and it also reminded me of a fantastic podcast that i listened to a couple of years back but when i checked they replayed this episode that i'm about to talk about so the episode was on how to build habits and it was actually done by hidden brain i would recommend this podcast to anyone who has a brain because it is that fantastic it's hosted by a gentleman called shankar Vidanthan. but in this podcast he interviews this lady who is like a psychologist and she shares these incredible insights and some of them were actually shared in this article and i was just thinking hey i need to kind of get a little more consistent with this podcast So how am I going to motivate myself to doing this? And I thought, hey, why don't I kind of make the two together? Why don't I encourage myself while encouraging you to stick to your cool habits that you want to bring into the new year and also give you ways that you could drop some bad habits that you might have picked up because my goodness, let's be honest here. We are human beings. We are flawed human beings and there are a couple of things you might want to unlearn. So... Hopefully by the end of this particular episode, you're going to have ways on how to start a good habit and how to end a bad one. And so the big question now is what makes people more successful at adopting good habits? Well, I think one of the first things we have to do is kind of try and figure out how do habits even come about? Because habits aren't necessarily the easiest thing you do or the low effort thing that you do. Usually, habits are the thing that you just usually do. Another thing is that habits are self-reinforcing. Meaning that they might be hard to start, but once you kind of get used to doing them, it kind of becomes automatic until they're subconscious. You don't even have to think about it. So... When a person is good at forming a habit, how have they done this? How have they built this habit that they don't even have to consciously think about it? Well, to answer this, I think what we're going to have to do is to look at someone who's formed a bad habit and how they are so good at performing this bad habit. Okay. So take, for example, a drunkard. Okay. This is a person who cannot their liquor they just need to hit that bottle what are the characteristics of a person who is really really good at getting drunk well one thing that they do is that they put on an unconscious mental blinder they will not see the distractions they will not see the things that are stopping them from drinking all they see is green lights and a bottle okay Now, that might not be a very helpful example, but I'm trying to put across, though, is that when someone has a habit, very few things can distract them from performing this habit, okay? Like I said, they have these unconscious mental blinders that block them from seeing the temptations or the distractions, so they will be able to ignore anything that gets in the way of their little habit, okay? So you kind of have to be like that. You kind of have to figure out how to put these blinders so other things don't distract you from doing the thing you're supposed to do. Again, the example of the drunkard was not a good one, but it was used to paint a picture. I hope that you understood. And so, now let's get into the hacks of how to actually form good habits or how to build good habits. And in a way, I'll also be showing you how to end bad habits because, you know, they kind of work similar. You'll understand what I'm talking about when I actually am done. So, the first thing you need to do if you wanted to start a good habit is to just bloody start, okay? The best way to build a habit is to just start it. Just get started. Don't focus on the time you're starting, when you're starting. No, 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 no. What you need to focus on is how regularly you're doing it. Now, I can understand our brain gets in the way because we are these romantic creatures and we kind of want to craft some kind of narrative because you're the main character in your story. Mm -hmm. You want to separate your life into chapters, into different stages. Okay, I get that, diva. I get that, sir. But, 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 but life doesn't exactly work like that. No one is saying, cut. No one is saying, this is a chapter turn. No, no, no one's doing that, okay? What you need to concentrate on, honey, is consistency. You need to focus on doing these things regularly, okay? So once you've completed two days, go for three. Once you've completed three, go for four, go for five, until you build that streak. And apparently, that consistency, yes, might be hard to pick up, but, Once you get it, there ain't no stopping you. And I know for a fact that if you try certain things for two weeks, it's a loose number, but I know it's about 14 times on separate days consistently, then you'll be on your way to form like a really good habit, okay? So, making sure that you are doing something consistently is important in forming a habit. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer when you think about it actually another thing you can do to make a habit stick is by piggybacking it yes i said piggybacking it so if you wanted to create a habit one thing you can do is to link it with another already existing habit right for example okay i'm not going to use another drunkard okay imagine you needed to take vitamins right but you were so bad at maintaining your daily uptake of vitamins. But one thing you're good at is masturbating. You never forget a day. You always find yourself touching yourself. So what you could do hey, hey, hey is make sure that every time you finish masturbating, you take a vitamin. Boom. What you've done is that you've combined this new habit with an already established one. This gives your new habit more stickiness. I know. I know the masturbation example with the stickiness, but something tells me this particular example is going to stick in your heads. Okay, so piggybacking again, you have an already established behavior, and then you attach a new habit, and then it just pops right up. Oh God, that didn't help, but you get the image, I mean the point. Now, something that I've noticed that a lot of people do around this time of the year is to kind of go on social media and say, hey, I'm going to do this now. Or they kind of make a public declaration on social media that they're going to be doing this thing. And I can understand it. You want to bloody show off that you can, you know, get enough exercise, floss your teeth and read your Bible. I get it. I get it. But the thing is that You telling us doesn't exactly guarantee that you're going to maintain doing this thing, okay? I mean, we're all going to be so happy for you on social media that you've decided to lose your weight, Karen. But, honey, we're not going to be with you when you decide to take those cakes, okay? Like, Jason, if you decide that you want to go to the gym, we'll be happy for you. But we're not going to be your mother looking And checking to make sure that you got your ass to the gym. I'm sorry. We're just not going to be that. But we'll be happy every time you post a picture. A shirtless one, hopefully. Again, this is only for the guys, the shirtless ones. But you know what? Whatever floats your boat. So, announcing on social media might seem like the cool thing to do. But there is no proof that that is going to actually keep you at your habit. It feels good to get that validation from your friends and your peers that hey what you're doing is good but it really doesn't help that much unless mm, and I will put this there unless you have a real one if you have a real one who's going to be keeping you honest who's going to call you up and ask you hey did you not masturbate then that person is real if you have a person like that you are blessed Okay, so yeah Maybe link up with somebody, maybe on social media, someone that you already know, someone who can keep you honest. If you have that person, you're lucky, human being, you show off. Just make sure that that person keeps you honest. That that could work, only if they are a real one. But in all truth, like I said, the public statements are good because the friends can encourage us, but again, might not help. What you could do is to use cues, What do I mean by that? Well, I mean, like, if you have a busy schedule, all you have to do is just schedule it in. So, if you say you have a queue to go to the gym, just all you have to do is just put it in your schedule. Make time for it, okay? Put it in your schedule and queue it up, okay? Okay. And that actually brings me very nicely to the next point, which is to structure your environment according to the new habit that you want to create. And again, the opposite works. I have a fantastic example for this one. So you know how they have tried to ban smoking, right? They've put taxes on cigarettes, they've added the warning labels. That people totally ignore because they are stubborn. And they've made smoking very, very difficult for people. Now, you might know a few people who have stuck to their guns or cigarettes. And they're like, they'll make time to smoke. But there are a number of people who have stopped smoking because it is such an inconvenience. So if you wanted to lose a habit, make it hard to do. And if you wanted to make a habit easier to do structure your environment so it is easier for you to do it so if you want to build a habit try and make it very unconscious May try and make it you know as automatic as possible find ways you can make it easier for your mind to do it or to think about it and that is creating less resistance if there is less resistance to this thing you want to do then you'll do it so if, let's say, you didn't want to go to the bar, all you have to do is just put distractions on the way. Maybe tell yourself, oh, I have to go shopping. And then when you go shopping, you're like, damn it, I can't leave the shopping bags in the car when I go to the bar. What if they steal them? So if you keep on doing that, you'll stop going to the bar. You just keep on doing shopping. Ta-da! And at least your fridge will have groceries. Let's please say amen to that, Okay. Another important thing you need to remember about habits is that habits are very, very powerfully shaped by rewards, okay? Now, there's this beautiful hormone in our body called dopamine. I'd like to think of it as like the happy hormone. Whenever something happy happens, a little dopamine comes into your body. And you know what? It happens when you're happy, when you've felt like you've done something. Okay, so another thing you can do is to make sure you get a dopamine hit when you get your task that you want to become a habit. So what you're trying to do essentially is to hack your body because dopamine is good for starting short term behaviors. You know, it's a good way to start telling your body that, hey, whenever you get this dopamine hit, we've done something good. For example, you might be one of those people who hates working out. Hate it. You're like, this is the bane of my existence, but I'm a fat cow. I need to lose weight. But I rather listen to music. Honey, listen to music as you work out. The music will be the reward. You'll be getting those dopamine hits as you are running. Okay, I I can't even say running on a treadmill because that is absolute torture. As you work out. Maybe if you're on those elliptical bicycles or doing something interesting in a gym, but definitely not the treadmill. I don't understand how some people can even run on the treadmill like absolute torture. So anyhow, these are the different ways that you can actually create good, healthy habits. Okay, make sure you remember always that habits are not the easiest thing to do. It's a thing that you do usually. Again, so repetition is very important. Okay. Try to do things a number of times. Link it to something that you like doing. Again, if you have cool friends, make them, make yourself accountable to them whenever you do it. We already talked about the consistency. And remember, when you see a temptation, try to work away from it. And then again, if you want to lose the habit, just do the opposite of everything we just said to start the habit. And I think... It's also important to remember to forgive yourself when you go wrong because one of the worst things about starting a new habit or trying to start a new thing is that when you don't get it right, you sometimes can get really down on yourself and you're like, damn it, why didn't I learn? Am I stupid? Don't do that, honey. Forgive yourself when you fail. Be kinder to yourself and don't run away because it's hard. Stay because it's worth it. Yeah? And this is important to remember, especially when things get hard. Remember that God created you to break through the resistance that holds you back so that you can consistently just be winning. Anyhow, that was it for today's episode. I try to keep this as light and as quick as possible. Tell me if you like this new format. Tell me if you hate it. It's okay. I'm a big girl. I can take a couple of hits, but get in touch with me, you know. Hit me up on Twitter, I am at JokerTabs. I'm on Joker Tabs on everything, everything, even OnlyFans, even if I haven't yet posted my foot pics there, but I am planning on a photo shoot soon, so if you know a photographer who makes really good foot pics, please send them my contact. Joe out.